For more information on Ancient Dragon Zen Gate, please visit our website at www.ancientdragon.org. Our teachings are offered to the community through the generosity of our supporters. To make a donation online, please visit our website. Good morning, everyone. This is a wonderful occasion. This is the first day of the first multi-day session we've been able to have since December 2019. It's three and a half every years ago. So uh, I think we're all a little rusty on how to do this. I won't, I won't speak for everyone, maybe not everyone, but um, some of us are anyway. Um, but it's a great joy. And this, we've been having this practice commitment period, which actually technically will go through this, this next week, but uh, we're celebrating it with the session. And some of you have been part of that, and some of you haven't, haven't, but we've been talking about the Vimalakirti Sutra. But I, I don't want to do a text-based talk during the session, although it's possible I'll open the book and refer to it at times, but um, maybe not. Uh, I want to talk about how the teachings we've been looking at uh, and the teaching themes we've been looking at and practice themes uh, relate to our practice, our practice in the world, our practice in Chicago or Jefferson, Pittsburgh, maybe Chicago, California, anyway. We've been joined from various parts of the country. Um, so, <coughs> one of the main themes of the sutra is practice in the world, right in the middle of the world. Practice realization is not a matter of escaping from the difficulties of the world to some highfalutin place, somewhere high up in the mountains, somewhere in Japan or California or Tibet or whatever. Um, here is the place, here the way unfolds. I still guess this. Just this is it. How do we use these bodhisattva teachings to help support our life, help to help support our practice of helping all the beings in this difficult world, helping all the beings, including ourselves, to see uh, beyond not to escape from, to see beyond the 
problems that beset us in our own lives and in the world. To see something deeper that actually helps inform how we practice in the world. So this is sometimes called traditionally doing the Buddha work. We're part of the family of Buddha, particularly of Shakyamuni Buddha, although as the sutras showed us, there are Buddha fields in many places. How do we support this life, this world, this city, this time? A strange time to be a Buddha field, to be a field of awakening. How do we help the great beings, including ourselves, of course? So this is challenging. This, this Saha world, the world of endurance, is difficult. And so, uh, it's difficult, and it's also that we are privileged to be here. So as I've said, bodhisattvas from all those many world systems described parts of the Vamalakirti Sutra and the Vrahmanam Sutra and the Gauri Sutra. Um, and by modern scientists who are going deeper into what this reality actually is. How do we support all of that to be Buddha field? How do we support that? How do we do the Buddha work? To help beings who are suffering. To help ourselves when we're suffering. So, the Vimalakirti Sutra talks about inconceivable liberative practice. So, this is also known as Upaya or skillful means. And this is very much the question for us how do we? effectively support beings in this challenging world and in our challenged lives. So this skillful means has to do, uh, first of all, with patience. And we learn patience as uh, Zen practitioners sitting upright for a day or two or three or whatever, um, waiting for the dawn to hit the bell, or just enjoying being upright and present and inhaling and exhaling and paying attention. So even when you feel sleepy, 
How do you pay attention to that? Even when you have some pain in your knee or shoulder or wherever, how do you pay attention to that? And then when we're paying attention, when we're paying attention to also to all the cruelty in our society now, how do we find ways to be helpful? Of course, this is not easy. And if we're if it were easy, then all the bodhisattvas lined up to be born here now, you know, it's, it wouldn't bother. <laughs> In pure Buddha fields, everything is beautiful. And even here, everything is beautiful in its own way. But how do we not ignore the cause and effect of the difficulties in our own lives? The difficulties in the world around us. And at the same time, through sushin, through settling in, through zazen, for some of us through Dharma study, we can find whatever I call it, isn't it? But this sense of wholeness, the sense of ultimate reality that supports us can to be helpful in the world. And then by trial and error, you know, we try to be helpful. We try to support beings to awaken. We don't, uh, all the misguided beings who are actively promoting hatred and cruelty, it's, it doesn't help to hate them personally. But how do we try and work for kindness? For helpfulness. So part of this, as the Malakirti Sutra also teaches us, is the reality, the inconceivable reality, to go beyond what what we think is happening, what, to go beyond our ideas of conceptualizations of who we are and what the world is. <coughs> to go beyond our limited perceptions. As we were talking about uh, the other day, some of us, uh, I guess that was Monday night, you know, dogs smell the world around them. We mostly use our eyes, ears, but we have limited perceptual faculties. We also have limited intellectual faculties. And it's not that we should not use our sight and our smell, and our, our limited smell and our sounds and enjoy hearing the birds calling. But we can hear and know that 
is teaching of inconceivable liberation. That the world is not what we think it is, but it's not limited to that. Both in space and in time, the world is much more complicated and deeper than our ideas about it. So this is actually a great help. Understand, hearing this, understanding this, start, uh, as we start to realize this more and more, this is a great help in terms of skillful liberative technique. The more we see that which is not just you know, the surface conventions, the, the, what is proclaimed by the pundits on, on cable television or whatever, um, the reality of the world is deeper than that, is more than that. So we are here in this Saha world, this world of endurance, that is Shakyamuni's Buddha field. So one of the ways to be, to help liberate beings is to support this Buddha field. And all of us are children of Buddha, just by virtue of your being here. Whether you're here in the center or online. So there's the, the practice of Sangha as well as, as part of doing the Buddha work. And so uh, Sangha uh, is a wonderful jewel. It, help, it can help us. So by sitting together, whether we are in the room or together online, we support each other to do the Buddha work, to see the possibility of skillful liberative technique to help each other, to cooperate, to see the world as a field. So it's our, it's our Sangha, Ancient Dragon's Endgate, and some of you are part of other Sanghas as well, and that's fine. But our particular Sangha is just one of many, as they've been called, islands of sanity in this world. And how things change is not what's written in the history books often. Certainly not what's promoted in the mass media. How things change is much more organic than that. Much more inconceivable than that. So how do we support uh, kindness and cooperation? Working together. This is possible, and this is part of how we help the world awaken. And may, it's possible to, to feel these days quite daunted with all the difficulties 
climate destruction, environmental destruction. Cruelty espoused by politicians who want to burn books and prevent people from getting health care and so forth and so on. How do we present something that is other than that in the world? It may not be obvious to the mass media, but that actually has power from beneath. It's like we've learned relatively recently that forests are living sentient beings, to put it that way, that there's this mycorrhizal network under forests, mycorrhizal related to mushrooms and fungus, that through which different trees in the forest, even of different species, even trees that are from different religions or from different ethnicity or different colors cooperate with each other. They send warnings about danger. They send nutrition. They send, send help. So Sangha is like that. Sangha is like underneath the... Uh, actually, the, the word for monastery in Sino Japanese is Sorin, forest of monks. Underneath the, the conventional world, in this inconceivable liberative field that... The Malakirti Sutra was talking about 2,000 more, more years ago. Just, the science is just confirming. There is um, this possibility of change and of growth and of kindness. And I've mentioned this phrase that's, that's prominent in the the Malakirti Sutra, Anupadaka Dharmic Shanti, which is the patience and tolerance of the inconceivability, the ungraspability, the unknowability, the birthlessness of things, of reality. It's very important. Zasen and Dharma study can give us a little taste of this. And our practice can, in our practice, we can sink further into this, to this sense of deep connection. That we can't control things. Things happen thanks to our Buddha work. Positive things. But uh, it's not about controlling the world or controlling other people or even controlling ourselves sometimes. To know that the world is much more inconceivable is one word, much more strange and wonderful than our, than our usual sense of it. Just to hear that, just to have some sense of that reality is powerful. 
when we have some sense, some taste, some sense of the possibility of ultimate reality, of the wholeness of that all. This is a great support for our work in the world. So it's important not to surrender to hopelessness or feeling like there's nothing to do or that, you know, it's, uh, the world is obviously difficult on one level, but on another level, something's happening and we don't know what it is. And yet we can, we can support and contribute to kindness, to cooperation, to listening to others, So, for bodhisattvas who work with difficult beings, we have to have great compassion. So all of this is about great compassion. How do we express caring and kindness in the world? And even people who are promoting harm and cruelty, the harmful systems, our politics or our society. We don't have to hate or despise them personally. We can promote a Buddha world, an alternative. So this has a lot to do with the precepts, the, uh, well, we could say that the bodhisattva precepts are ethical guidance. They are in some way. But more deeply, they are a way of confirming and connecting with something very deep with our Buddha lineage, so we'll be chanting later the, the lineage of Buddhas and ancestors, the official lineage that leads up to us. And um, so we're going to do a, a Jukai or precept ceremony here in mid-June for three people, all of whom are participating in this session. And uh, something happens in this kind of ceremony. So, you know, a lot of people who come to Zen don't like all the rituals ritual stuff and ritual stuff. You know, for people when they first come, it does feel like it's, it's strange. It's not part of our culture. Some other religions have more ritual than others, but. Uh, this kind of ceremony is about verifying 
Buddha, confirming the presence of Buddha for the people receiving the precepts, receiving the newspapers. But it, it's it's for also for all of us. We do this when we do these ceremonies to confirm Sangha, to confirm Dharma, to confirm Buddha, which are already here. So they're kind of celebrations, and some Zen celebrations are very somber and serious. But there's a laughing Buddha who's coming to watch all of them. So please enjoy your zazen during the session. Please enjoy your inhale and exhale. Please settle into being present on your seat for as long as you are here. But also then, zazen is not, and the ceremonies are not separate from the rest of our lives. Just going for a walk and enjoying the fluidity of our muscles moving. Just enjoying the trees or the houses or these days the flowers. This is to confirm this through the world. This is all part of the work. So there's a lot of work to do. There is so much suffering in this world, and this world and this planet is so fragile. But our practice can make a difference, and there's not one right way to do skillful means. Each of us has our own special gifts. Each of us has our own particular way of expressing Buddha. Each of us has our own way of encouraging kindness and cooperation. So please appreciate that about yourself and each other and the support of Sangha. So that's what I really wanted to say today. I might say more than that tomorrow or the next day, but maybe not. I'll just say that all again. But um, we have discussion time this afternoon with tea. Um, but um, if there's anybody who has something you really want to say now, can't wait for this afternoon's discussion. We can talk, we can hear it, including the folks online. Okay, well, let's do the four bodhisattva vows and we'll have one more meditation. <laughs> 